Hi everyone and welcome to a really exciting FIFO Spotlight session today. We're delighted that you could join us and even more excited to have three of our most exciting customers on the call with us today. So I'm delighted, as I said, to welcome Sue Stevenson from Donald Russell, Beth Roach from the Museum Selection and Stuart Rolfe from Invopac. And the purpose of today is to have a really informal chat with three of our customers about the importance of customer service, the Trusted Service Awards, and how the awards have benefited each of the businesses that we talk to today, and to see if we can share some tips and thoughts about how you as brands might be able to use your Trusted Service Awards moving forward. My name is Nicola Renshaw and I look after customer marketing here at FIFO. So I'm going to introduce you to each of our um, customers that we have on today. We have three and they will talk a little bit, introduce themselves and talk a little bit about how long they've been working with FIFO um, and what they do within their organisation as well as what it is their organisation actually does. So Beth, hi, delighted you could join us. Hi. Yes, so I'm the e-commerce manager for Museum Selection Limited as a group and we're very, very fortunate. We actually have three lifestyle brands. We have Museum Selection, Culture Vulture and Peer Jewellery. Museum Selection Limited is the parent company of, them, um, of the three. So Museum Selection is focused on home and gifts inspired by our rich heritage, whereas Culture Vulture sells distinctive, unusual and unique home accessories furniture, clothing and gifts inspired by a world well travelled and Peer Jewellery offers jewellery and accessories that share your love of colourful self-expression. Museum Selection Limited as a group has actually been with FIFO for 10 years, so a long-standing FIFO customer. Wow, brilliant, 10 years, that's, that's just so exciting, yeah. you've seen a lot and we'll delve into that in a bit more detail. Thank you. Stuart, hi. Hello, so yes, I'm Stuart Rolfe and I'm the Customer Service Improvement Manager at Evolvement Packaging Limited. Uh, what do we do? Well, we sell rigid packaging, so nothing too exciting, I suppose. Uh, however, we believe our business is about so much more. We're a purpose and values driven business who continually improve what we do, always with our customers experience at the forefront of our mind. Uh, we actually dipped our toe in the water of FIFO uh, in July 2016. And we've not looked back since. Great to hear, Stuart. Thank you so much. And Sue, welcome. Hello. Um, my name is Sue Stevenson and I work at Donald Russell. I'm the marketing director for Donald Russell and we um, we produce fine foods. Um, we are uh, a holder of the Royal Warrant um, and we supply food to Michelin star restaurants and luxury hotels as well as supplying them to um, folks at home, so direct to consumer. Um, we've been working with FIFO now for seven years and have over 300,000 five-star FIFO reviews, so um, have loved working with FIFO. Brilliant, that's what we like to hear. 
Okay, so we're going to jump straight in and talk about the importance of customer service. And obviously 2020 has been a year like no other, um, and it's really shone a light on customer service for all of us. And we've certainly seen that businesses without good customer services processes in place have struggled, have really struggled, whilst others have come out stronger. And I think what I'd love to discuss with you is have you in particular this year adapted your customer service process and how have you done that and how do you think you will continue to do that as hopefully this pandemic ends but really have you had to make some key changes to your processes that perhaps you will adopt and continue to adopt for the future Beth for us, we expanded on our customer service processes, I would say. So we built up a framework before this year, putting the customer into our focus. This year certainly made us more agile and our willingness to adapt and continue dialogue with our customer in these uncertain times was crucial. Stuart, anything from you from Inverpack, how you've sort of seen customer service this year? Yeah, I mean, we've really had to adapt our processes this year. Um, it's, we've seen a real change in how our customers wanted to order from us. We've had to show agility in the face of demand, this being with us seeing a huge spike in online ordering. This year, it's actually increased by 630% in 2020 to date. Uh, we've had a record sale, year of sales on the back of this pandemic. Uh, this service in both our existing customers and then our new customers who came to us in their hour of need. Wow. Yeah, it's such a difficult time for so many, but so many businesses have managed to adapt, which is brilliant. You sound like one of them that's just really listened to your customers and met that demand, as you say, which is so important. And Sue, how about you and your sort of customer experience that you've been providing at Donald Russell? Yeah, this year, I mean, we've seen an unprecedented level of demand from uh, existing customers, previously lapsed customers, um, and new customers who all wanted to order food and obviously needed our help during COVID, the, the demand uh, or this increase in demand just led to a huge call volume um, and also visitors to the website that quite frankly at that time our systems and resource were struggling to cope with at the peak. Um, so we, yes, we've had to upgrade our systems, put new processes in place, provide more training, recruit more staff, in order to provide the best customer service possible. Um, and I think an example of that was at the peak. Um, we returned every single call that had been abandoned. Um, so where we hadn't been able to take every single customer call, um, we'd return those calls. And the you know that level of customer service wasn't expected by our customers and actually blew them away. Um, and I think um, we also adapted the business by increasing the number of deliveries for our customers to reduce the delivery time. Um, and I think we've seen that result in an increased loyalty since since the beginning of COVID. Um, and we be really believe that that's due to the good customer service as well as obviously great quality products. Yes, delighting your customers at this time has just been critical, hasn't it, to make them feel sort of special and connected to your brand. Um, and I guess, how important do you think, therefore, I mean, we've talked about it, but 
that customer experience has shone a light on maybe areas of your business that weren't or weren't part of your plan at that point you've maybe had to accelerate things a bit more quickly due to the pandemic and so shining a light on how important customer service is you know at any time but specifically having gone through a pandemic beth i think it, I think it's been so important, both from the customer and our point of view. We made a huge effort with our customers to listen to their feedback even before the pandemic. So from service to product. With product responses, it allowed us to see how this year was actually affecting our supply chain. So issues from suppliers, you know, delays, problems with products. We were able to, you know, get to them quickly and solve any problems. With service, we were able to see issues on the user experience that because of this large increase in demand, we wouldn't have seen until peak season, really. Um, and, you know, what we did is we tried to resolve any issues with the customers directly. So any negative reviews would be followed up. We would then make sure we publicly responded. Um, and, you know, there were certain customers that didn't even expect that. and we were able to almost turn those reviews around and they would actually re-rate us. So I definitely think that's helped us. And obviously, hopefully, depending on what the uh, outcome is from the next lot of awards, we will maintain the Platinum Service Award that we achieved. Brilliant, that's brilliant. And fingers crossed, I'm sure you will. And Stuart, how about you guys at Inverpack? Yeah, I mean, customer service, it's, it's been pivotal for us this year. Um, I'd go as far to say that the, the reviews that we had received were vital in the success of attracting new customers uh, and then subsequently giving them the confidence that they were in safe hands at Invopack. You know, during this pandemic, our products have, uh, have been in huge demand, you know, as stated by our increase in sales uh, to date this year. You know, we our products, we have ink. Ink was going in our products for our gowns for the NHS. Uh, the NHS were actually very reliant on our products. Um, we even saw a huge spike in gin distilleries who were actually um, subsidised by the local governments and they produced sanitizer instead of gin. So we saw a massive, massive spike in, uh, yeah, in gin distilleries, which was really surprising to us. So I, I would go as far to say that the reviews that we'd received were definitely vital in attracting these new customers. Wow, that's just so amazing to be able to make such a difference in that way. Brilliant. And Sue at Donald Russell? Yes, I, I think it's similar to, to Beth in the fact that customer service has always been a focus. I think the changes in process and the changes in resource was really uh, driven through us trying to maintain that high customer service level um, and really provide our customers with the best experience given the the you know the pandemic effect and the demand on demand for our products in terms of food um but yes i think it's just continued to be a, a key focus and we've seen that customers have been really responsive which is great okay that's brilliant and you know one of the things you've all mentioned there is the importance of reviews and obviously fifa as an insight platform you know our, our core focus is to help brands grow and improve their customer experience that they can deliver to their customers. So I guess, I don't know, this is a question for any of you, but have you done anything differently with your reviews perhaps this year than you may have done normally? You know, have you 
I know, Beth, you talked about having reviews on both your product and your service pages. And Sue, you also talked about, you know, turning negative reviews into positive ones. But is there anything you could share with us that talks about how you've used reviews maybe slightly differently to help that customer experience? Stuart? Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely for us, we 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 knew we know that we provide a world class customer experience. We've actually we're actually multi award winning at, uh, at Invopack. Um, but what we wanted to do uh, on the back of obtaining new customers is see what they thought of us. So we had a massive drive of uh, of obtaining reviews from our new customers, the ones that had recently come on board. We knew our existing customers, you know, we know what they think. Uh, they've been telling us for years, but we were really interested to know what that new customer who had just come along had noticed in Volpac online, you know, had noticed the reviews and what you know what was their first initial experience of uh, of trading with ourselves. So that was a massive drive for us this year. Um, I'd have to agree there with Stuart as well. For us, we saw an unprecedented amount of demand and the new customers that were coming in were expecting more from us if anything you know the existing customers loved us you know we've made um progress throughout the last few years going from gold trusted to platinum but to get the new customers and that new feedback and go oh actually we hadn't even looked at this before or we've never heard of this before and it definitely added another level and a, and a new area for us to pursue. Yeah, and that, it's just great to hear, um, you know, the, the, the value that you as businesses put on sort of the reviews and how that can enhance your customer experience. Sue, did you have anything you wanted to add? I think we, we've seen an, a huge increase in new customers this year and we have used uh, the reviews and obviously the Trusted Service Award throughout our marketing to really uh, provide that brand trust or through peer-to-peer -peer recommendation. Um, and so I suppose it's it's at one end, it's the acquisition end, which has you know really helped us as a brand, but also as as Beth and Stuart said, like maintaining uh, in terms of um, continuing to look at all of the reviews that are coming in from new customers to make sure that we're you know, delivering to their demands as well and, and satisfying their customer needs. Yeah, it's so great to see that, you know, the the reviews can have such an impact at acquisition level, as you say, Sue, all the way through sort of the customer life cycle, rather than just being something that, you know, might be used on occasion. Um, it's really embedded into your sort of DNA in terms of your outputs of, of service, which is just fantastic. Um, so, guys, moving on to the Trusted Service Awards, you've, you've each talked about your progress with us in terms of your award journey, which is great. But fundamentally, what does winning a Trusted Service Award mean to your brands? Beth? It's, it's a huge achievement for us. It gives our team something tangible to work towards whilst presenting to our customers that we do value their feedback. We take it on board. We will listen to them. And you can see that with our existing customer feedback. So definitely it's it's a huge achievement and it's something that my team and the whole company really, really work towards and are very proud when they receive their award. That's great to hear that it has such a breadth of, you know, I guess excitement from, you know, everyone within the company because often we find it may be the marketing team who picks up the award and then actually it's not shouted at 
out enough um, about across the rest of the business. So it's great to see that, you know, the whole company is excited by it. Stuart, would you say something similar? I mean, or do you have anything else to add around your Trusted Service Award and what it means to Inverpac? Uh, yeah, I mean, winning a Trusted Service Award, it's, it's huge for us. It's the acknowledgement that we're doing the right thing, uh, that we that we said we would. At Invopac, you know, awards differentiate us from the rest. We've won multiple awards for our customer service, local, regional and national. Uh, it's easy to gain online reviews, but to actually win awards and to maintain this consistently year on year really gives you the satisfaction that you're on top of your game. Uh, it's easy to take your foot off the pedal as well, you know, to accept that you offer good customer service. But for us, we want to offer more than good. We want to offer what we call a world-class customer experience. So having that end goal of obtaining a trusted service award gives us that kick into, sorry, gives us that tick in a goal achieve box and gives our customers the confidence that we care about them and their businesses. Yeah, that's brilliant. You know, and I think we we just love to hear this because it's so exciting. This is what we're always beating our drum about. And to have you guys say that really does mean a lot. And Sue, you know, what does it mean to Donald Russell? Um, I think the whole business was absolutely thrilled. Um, I, I completely echo it's not just the marketing department, it's every single department. It really, it was te testament to our hard work and the consistent um, high standards that we're always try, you know, striving to achieve. But I think ultimately it just shows us, um, you know, us and the customers about how passionate we are about great food and providing great customer experience for every customer every time. Um, we really believe that the customer experience and quality of the products, you know, are fundamental to the, to the success of our business. Yeah, and I, I love that, Sue, the way you say, you know, the importance of the award for us as well as our customers, because we we often like to think of it as being something that can really boost morale within a company um, and be kind of that recognition that, yes, you know, we've got an accreditation here that we are really doing the right thing, not only for our customers, but internally, you know, and it helps sort of focus um, departments to, you know, take their reviews and, and understand the impact that they can have. Um, and I guess a question, you know, have you done anything differently since you've won a Trusted Service Award? What impact do you think it's had on sort of new business for you? Beth? So as a small business, the Trusted Service Award allows us to provide confidence to shoppers. So typically our customer is not the most confident when shopping online. So to have the award gives reassurance on their journey to conversion. I believe the Trusted Service Award allows small businesses an opportunity to shine. If you listen to customers and take their feedback on board, your score will only improve. Brilliant, Beth. That, I mean, you know, again, FIFO represents such a plethora of customers in terms of who we work with. And we feel really passionate about supporting the small businesses as well as the larger enterprises. Um, and obviously, everyone's customer is different in terms of the way they engage. So, you know, for someone like the Museum Selection to have a customer who perhaps isn't as confident online, giving them that extra stamp of reassurance with a Trusted Service Award is is just you know, is invaluable, as you say, which is great. Stuart? Um, yeah, I mean, the Trusted Service Award, it's uh, massively beneficial. Um, it's, it's a bit like an introduction without actually meeting. 
you know, I kind of look at it like it's a blind date. You know, your friends tell you that that person you're meeting is attractive. They've got a great personality and you take their word for it, don't you? You know, you give the date a go. The Trusted Service Award and the reviews that are available for everyone to see gives any new business the confidence that they're dealing with a reputable company, a company that does what they say they will, which is put the customer first. We chose FIFO because it's based on genuine customer reviews. It's the voice of our customers, good or bad, uh, and we learn from it and constantly improve what we do thanks to them and their feedback. Brilliant, Stuart. I love that. I love that analogy of dating. I'm going to think about that now. Moving forward, Sue? Oh, I love the dating analogy as well. Um, so, I, I mean, we've always, or we've known for several years that social proofing is great in terms of highly influential for both new and existing customers. Um, I think the, the Trusted Service Award provides customers with a really recognised accolade. So it, it helps them build confidence in the brand, especially when the, the you know, for us, our brand awareness isn't, isn't as huge as other competitors. So it helps build that confidence in the brand and really allows the customers to trust us as a brand. So it allows us to do both building trust, but obviously that that full circle of listening to our customers and making sure that we're acting on their, their feedback. Fabulous. Which is, that's great. And I guess into a bit more detail, really, could you maybe tell us how your businesses have used a trusted service award so you know how do you make the most of your award um or how do you use it in some of your marketing activity beth so this is this is something to shout about so presenting it on key touch points along the user journey will only build that confidence um we do use it across a lot of marketing channels so we actually come from a direct mail background, so we made sure to show it in a variety of places, continuing that omni-channel dialogue. So from our catalogues, we presented the award, um, we shared it on social, obviously FIFO actually allow you and um, provide you with social assets, and it carried through the journey from a catalogue to the email nursery program, you know, it's part of every footer, it's part of every touch point that customer sees um, is even on PPC messaging. So we certainly shout about it. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's great. There are so many assets available that we provide the winners. Um, so it's great to see them in action. Stuart, how do you shout about your TSA award? Uh, well, we actually use the award both internally and externally. So we use it as recognition and a training tool. Uh, internally, a bit of a well done and a thank you. It's a great way for colleagues in all areas of our business to be engaged, to see how their focus on delivering what we call a world-class customer experience uh, is achieving the results and how we can also continually learn from our customer's voice. Uh, with regards to marketing, yes, we promote it on our website, on our website, sorry, it's on email signatures and it's on our social media. Uh, it's a great tool for linking into any communications we send internally and externally. Uh, we often include it in our posts, you know, something like, you know, don't just take our word for it, read our genuine customer reviews on FIFO to find out why we've been awarded a trusted service award. Yeah, great. Music to our ears, I think. And Sue? <laughs> 
Um, I think we use it in a lot of the same places, but essentially um, it's a key tool for us to provide customers with the information that they need about our brand, but also the information that they need about the, our particular, any specific products and services that they're considering. Um, we feature the award and obviously reviews throughout all of our marketing comms. Websites, we mentioned before, emails throughout the whole CRM journey, um, also in our branding and our acquisition uh, creative, so through to landing pages and partnership campaigns. So really, we use it everywhere. Brilliant. Um, and would you have any advice for future winners? I mean, obviously, you guys are brilliant examples of using it across the piece, but is there anything you could say to any um, customers who are listening who are perhaps going to win their award for their first time or you know are thinking yes we really just need to get to that milestone mark in terms of reviews to win this year and you know you've talked about the importance but I guess any sort of advice or tips for future winners? I think once you've got to that point of winning an award don't be afraid to present it. You know, your team has worked hard to achieve this. And not only has your team worked hard, the whole company must have worked hard. You've got to have a good product. You've got to have a good customer service. You've then got to have good aftercare. So when you achieve it, don't be afraid to shout about it. Be proud of it. You know, the tiers of the awards as well allow you to grow. So, you know, you could be trusted in 2021 but what's stopping you working with your team to be gold trusted what's stopping you you know maintaining that gold trusted to then become platinum so it's it is important and don't be almost too proud to shout about it you know you've achieved this your team's achieved this and it, it will only come back positively on your company yeah that's really that's a really good point Beth I think you know using it to really motivate teams internally to actually be in it for the long haul um, and to improve on things and I know Stuart you talked about using it from a training perspective and you know when new new starters join and you know the way things need to be done in terms of managing customer experience um, so if you've got anything else Stuart you could give as advice to anyone sort of winning for the first time? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with Beth there. I mean, my advice would be to use it to your advantage internally too. You know, the first thing that you want to do, you know, you want to scream and shout about it externally. I accept that that's, that's a given with an award, but use it internally. It's a massive engagement tool. It's a real way of giving your colleagues the confidence that they're doing the right thing. Uh, you know, think about your customer cycle, all the people involved in offering a customer service. Off the back of achieving our awards, we saw a massive change in our operational team's behaviours. You know, our pickers and our packers, our drivers, some of our teams that were less customer facing, they quickly realised that what they did day to day really impacted what our customers thought of us. The care and attention when packaging our customers' products, uh, as an example, or the friendly and helpful manner we show when delivering our goods to the end user. Uh, you know, we get feedback on our, how our goods are packed. We get feedback on our drivers. So we let them know. We let them know how they've made a real difference to our customers. Yeah, so it really helps to sort of focus the mind um, for everyone across the business. Sue, would you echo Beth and Stuart's comments? Yes, definitely. I think the, you know, 
you should be really proud that you've won a trusted service award um it's kind of it can only help your business essentially um both new and existing customers can recognize that they're investing in a reputable brand they're going to they can trust that brand to deliver great quality products and an exceptional customer service and i think it really uh, it helps as as stuart said throughout the business um, not only for customers, but internally, and just in in really focusing the um, the efforts of everybody to help keep that award and drive that great customer experience. Brilliant, thank you. Really motivating. Hopefully, it's motivated some people here um, as they go out to win their first or maybe second, third, fourth award. You know, it, they they really do stand the test of time and and that's what you guys have just highlighted so brilliantly i just wanted um before you go i guess to look ahead a bit into 2021 um obviously we're all looking forward to seeing the back of this year um you guys as businesses are all actually in the retail space um and what lessons do you think you as brands have learned from 2020 you know, bearing in mind everything we sort of talked around customer experience, but that you will take into 2021 to sort of make your brand stronger and more prepared for growth, perhaps. Beth? I would say, don't be afraid to apologise. You know, it's it's been an emotional year. It's been an emotional time for everyone, from your staff to your customers. So don't be afraid to apologise for any shortcomings in service or product you know occasionally that paved with a solution can change a negative situation to a positive and ensure that maybe a new customer returns an existing customer returns again you know it's don't be too humble and don't be too proud to apologize yeah the art of saying sorry is not something that we we're particularly good at is it um, but I think this year it's taught us, as you say, to address those negative problems. And that's what, you know, brands that can really capitalise and provide good customer experience. They're the ones that can, as you say, Beth, you know, turn things from being negative into positive. Um, Stuart, what do you think you'll take into 2021 as a sort of, you know, changing and, and innovative retail business? Um, we, I think I'd take into 2021 that customer customer services is as important as it's always been. In fact, I would say it's more important now. Um, customers' expectations have evolved during 2020. You know, B2B expect B2C service. They want things yesterday and they still want it with a smile. The likes of Amazon have set the bar very high, very high, sorry, whilst the majority of people have turned to online ordering from home. Um, we have to continue to deliver high customer service, but whilst being re realistic, you know, Amazon delivering a box the next day is completely different to me and my business delivering seven pallets of 25 litre jerry cans, as an example. So be realistic, yeah. you know, constantly communicate, continue to review the customer's voice, listen to them and try and improve, um, even by as little as 1%. You know, something we do at InvoPack is we believe that it's better to improve 100 things by 1% than one thing by 100%. You know, hundreds of improvements being implemented across every area of our business. It creates a huge step forward in improving the customer's experience. Yeah, that's such a great way of looking at it that, you know, it's that collective approach to driving your business forward through customer experience. And Sue, so, sort of what 
plans or thoughts have you got to drive forward in 2021? I think one of the key areas is is really providing that personal experience and going over and above what customers expect. Um, we've done that this year and I think it's key to take into next year just because we've seen that they remember you for that experience and that exceptional service and they continue to come back as well as becoming your advocates. Um, it, you know, it's all centred in uh, exceptional customer experience, but really providing that personal experience that puts you over and above the competitors. Yes, and as you, you've all said, it's almost like COVID has accentuated or accelerated what we as brands perhaps should have been doing in the first place. Um, and I guess, you know, how do we then think the customer experience landscape will evolve you know, it's probably been sped up by COVID. So what do you think are the next sort of steps or next things that you as brands might be doing, particularly in customer experience? I, I definitely agree with that way where, where you say that the customer experience has almost been sped up. You know, you've seen developments on websites speed up just to meet the new demand. So we we all know that there's been a large shift online. Um, and I believe that the people that enjoyed that shift this year appreciate the ease that it's been and will continue to expect simplicity along their user journey. So businesses should listen to their website feedback. If one customer took the time to complain, how many could have suffered and just left your website? They didn't convert. They didn't, you know, they saw the feedback. They didn't want to convert. They felt nervous, you know always listen, monitor the feedback. And I think making the customer experience as smooth as possible will be integral. Yes, and it's almost like this year has highlighted, you know, everything we should have been doing. Do you think in a funny way we've sort of, you know, have we raised the bar too high, if you like? Are there things that we need to still catch up on as businesses? Or do you think that there's still room for growth and acceleration in customer experience? Stuart? Um, I mean, online ordering will continue to grow. There's no doubt about that. We, yeah. I don't think we'll go back to the old ways. Um, at InvoPack, we're focusing on how we can still deliver a world-class customer experience whilst changing the way our customers order from us and communicate with us. You know, for instance, ordering by email and phone calls compared to that of ordering directly online. You know, a telephone into the office compared to that of live chat. You know, we want to make the process simple, quick and effective. We've even made the bold decision of taking our external sales force off the road. We brought them in house. You know, the days of cold calling, tea and coffee catch ups, they will cease to exist. We've now trained our external sales force to promote and service our customers using our online platform. You know, we've multi-skilled our workforce for the future. Wow, that's so great to hear. And, you know, that was probably on the roadmap for maybe five years time, but something that's really been pushed to the forefront now. Is everyone excited about that, Stuart? Um, yes and no. To be honest, we did have we did have some people that were, were you know, set in their ways and, and rightly so. You know, they've been with the business a long time um, and they, they struggled to adapt to change. But we, you know, we put the training in place, the reassurances, you know. The, the figures answer for themselves, you know, the huge increase online compared to, you know, nobody wanted to see our sales execs anymore. You know, nobody wanted to be visited. You know, they were they were kind of sat there with, you know, what, what's the next step for us? 
and we just decided to you know let's get them let's get them in-house let's show them how these systems work and let's like i say multi-skill them and empower them to start dealing with our customers online and they really you know they really the majority of the uh, the external sales force really took to that that's so great to hear and sue i agree with beth and the fact that it's just speeded up the roadmap yeah. um key for us uh, in the future is is really using data to help drive that personalized experience across multiple touch points um, really um, adapting our business so that we're there to cater uh, wherever our customers want us to be um, and wherever they choose to engage with our brand. Yeah no that makes complete sense I mean you've all sort of talked about the impact of this year and being able to attract new customers and the importance of sort of reviews within that. And obviously a key is to not then lose those new customers and sort of customer loyalty and sort of advocacy becomes, you know, forefront of, of lots of brands' minds. And I guess marrying those sort of two together, you know, it might seem fairly obvious, but are you, you know, will the Trusted Service Award and the reviews, how will that continue to sort of enhance your customer experience offering in 2021? I think it can only help to strive for perfection. You know, no one's perfect, but you will try and strive for perfection along the customer experience across the board, whether that's, you know, online experience, customer aftercare, customer service. There's always room for improvement, but by having the TSA award, like we've covered, it just offers something tangible and offers that confidence and it can only grow from there. Yeah, and as you say, Beth, the, the sort of growth that brands can make starting at a trusted award, going up to a platinum award, you know, being on that path to continual improvement is something that we really encourage our customers to do. And you guys are sort of great examples of that. Definitely. Stuart? Yeah, we'll, we'll use it to our advantage, you know, again, to constantly learn uh, and in turn implement improvements that will aid the customer's experience. You know, we've had to change the way in which we service our customers and some like it and some don't, but it's about taking their thoughts, suggestions on board. And that's where FIFO is really beneficial for us. You know, we're not afraid to be bold and take a leap of faith. We we want to continually get better at what we do. Uh, we want to make the experience of the customers, um, the experience that the customer has with us better. Yeah, that's great. You know, we're delighted to be part of that with you. Sue? Yes, it's to con continually listen to customer feedback. Um, as both Stuart and Beth have said, it, it's taking on what what the good, bad, and the ugly in terms of um, acknowledging where you've made mistakes and then and then looking to improve both the service and products. Um, I think for 2021, we'll have more of a focus on on taking that user feedback in terms of helping us develop new recipes, new products. Um, and help to sort of refine our service so that we're 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 building on on where we are this year. And that's so great to hear. You know, often people sort of use reviews for kind of obvious things around product or you know the great service elements that they have. But actually, to 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 really take the insight that you get. Sue, as you were saying, in terms of developing new recipes, and I was talking to the vegan kind the other day, and they're looking to develop 
um, ready meals off the back of um, their FIFA reviews, which is listening to their customers. And you guys have all said it so brilliantly with your examples of, of that sort of personalised journey. Um, and we as FIFA are delighted to be on that journey with you. Um, so it just really remains, guys, for me to say thank you for your input today. It's been a really great sort of conversation and great to hear the examples that each of you have, have brought to the table. Um, I've got everything crossed that you retain your platinum status um, in January when we announce our awards. So um, keep listening for that. Um, but a huge thank you. Um, it, it, it really has been a great episode today. And for all our other episodes, please do go to the FIFA website um, where you can find out all the great things that other customers have been doing um, and sign up for any future emails um, to make sure you're really maximizing all you can with FIFA. But thank you so much, guys. Talk to you soon.